0: Welcome to the podcast of C3 Church with today's message.
1: Praise the Lord. So let's let's start with our C3 confessions before we get into this, and uh, and then we'll we'll move right into uh, the message today. Are we ready? Yeah. All right, all Righteous Father. Oh Righteous Father, thank you for separating me thank you for separating me to receive great grace, to receive great grace and great power. And great power. Fill us with the knowledge of your will with the of your in all wisdom, and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. And spiritual understanding. My heart, My heart is, good is good ground and cannot be infiltrated, cannot be infiltrated or penetrated, or penetrated with, the with the devil's seeds. I am a contagious carrier, I am a contagious carrier of, the power, of the power, the purpose, the, purpose the, passion, the passion, and the potential of God. I believe you will supply all of my needs according to your riches in glory by Christ Jesus therefore I am NOT need-based I am NOT need-based I am a supplier I'm not man-centered I'm God-centered I'm not an orphan I'm a son I am redeemed I am blood-washed, I am am holy, I am am righteous, I am am an overcomer, overcomer. in Jesus' name, name. amen. Amen. Hallelujah. I love these confessions. Let me do a little recapitulation uh, from uh, some of the previous messages. We're we're talking about the five ascension gifts of Jesus, and I call these the ascension gifts is because as he was ascending up, he left these five love gifts to the church, not for man, but for the church, for the building up and the edifying of the body of Christ. Listen, uh, last Sunday I made this statement, We we are many members, Romans chapter 12, many members... But, we have, but we, have, we have different functions, right? But there's only one body. One body, many members, different functions. If you are in the one body, you are one of the many members. But what is your function? And if you're not functioning in what you should be functioning in, then the one body is missing something. Now you can't function where you need to if you are outside of the body because to be outside of the body means you don't have a head. Christ is only one head and he's head of the body, not your body. Not what you wanna do, your actions, your attitude, right? No, he's, he's the head of his body. And for him to be your head, you have to be a part So you can't make statements like, I like God, I just don't like the church. Then you're a fraud. You're a phony because the church is his body. Therefore, you don't like yourself because you're talking about yourself. See, 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 I know it was going to be like that today. That's all right. All right, I, y'all want me to move on. Y'all want me to move on. Okay. So there were five gifts, Amen. So the apostle is, I call that the governing gift, the governing ministry. Uh, They awaken your dreams. They awaken people to their God design and potential. Apostles like to teach on doctrine. They like for you to be doctrinally sound. Apostles are like the fathers of the house. They don't really care if they're liked. They're just going to give you the word of God anyhow. Amen. Amen. Now, a lot lot of times when I I first started preaching, I didn't know much about the apostle gift because I thought I was a shepherd because shepherds like to be liked. And it's like, God, I want to teach something that people really, you know, really like, and they can, you know, they don't look at me funny. Yeah. I didn't realize I was hardwired differently, that I'm not a shepherd, I'm an apostle. Yeah. And because the messages of an apostle is, is different than that of a shepherd. Now, you're going to learn about the shepherd today because you're going to learn some stuff that you probably did not know about the shepherd. So it's always good to go deeper in your understanding. Amen. So the prophet is the guiding gift. The prophet is like the heart revealers. They reveal your heart. Uh, they they, they want to make sure that uh, what God is saying is effective. They want the people of God to hear with clarity and specificity. Last two Sundays, we talked about the evangelist. That's the gathering gift. Diane is probably, she on her way home today, right? She just got off of her cruise. She looked refreshed. That's good. Yeah. Amen. So the evangelist, it's like the gathering ministry. They're like the storytellers because as an evangelist, you tell stories. You tell your story. You talk about your testimony, right? Because people, they can relate to your testimony, right? And that's how you, you we overcome by the blood of the lamb and what? So that's, that's the evangelist. They, they don't mind telling about the remarkable story of Jesus Christ, right? They, they eat, drink, sleep the community, right? That's the evangelist. They can't get away from it right? And they love it. They love it. And so the shepherd is what we're going to talk about today. It's the guarding gift. They're the soul healers, right? They are the instrument uh, that cares for the people. They, they mend people through brokenness. And you're going to learn some more stuff about them today. And then we got the teacher. It's called the grounding ministry. So made it easy so you can grab it, the governing, guiding, gathering, guarding, and grounding. And you need all five actually operating in the ministry. Right. Now, listen, let me just say this. Everybody in this church is a ministry. Let me say that one more time. Make sure you get it. Everybody here is a ministry. You have a ministry in you. Everybody here. If you're saved, you have a ministry in you. So the next question you need to be asking yourself, am I part of the fivefold? You may not be. And that's okay, because God is not looking at people who are operating in the fivefold and think that somehow they're greater than anybody else. No, what you need to do is operate in what God gave you to do. Because if you're not doing what God gave you to do, you're definitely not going to do this. Because these right here, you just can't want it. You got to be in it. This is a call. You just don't decide to be an apostle. You have to know you called into it or the office of a prophet. Now, we all can prophesy by the Spirit, but not all are prophets. Amen? We learned that in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 31. We knew that. All can prophesy, but not all are prophets, right? Some prophets who call themselves prophets are not in the office of a prophet. They can just prophesy. And you'll know them because they're not humble. Everybody in this right here, if they're real and if they're authentic, they're going to walk in humility. Every one of them. And if you don't see that in them, then something might be wrong. Amen? All of them should be humble to the other offices because it won't work unless you are. Amen? But listen, some of you might have the gift of healing, the gift of of administration. Mm -hmm. Some of you guys can administrate. You can do some stuff. You know that's a gift. That is a gift. And guess what? God does not see that gift to be any less than any of these five. But if that's your gift, are you operating in it? That's the question. Now, I have to point out these because we are a five-fold church. And if you don't understand this, you may not understand the vision of this house. So I have to lay this stuff out for you so that you can get it because you might have to explain it to somebody else. Amen? Right? And so so that's good. So we're going to talk about the shepherd gift. Uh, A couple of things I'm going to point out. The apostle and the prophets they are the foundational ministries just doing a little recapitulation they are the foundational ministry of the body of christ the evangelists the shepherds and the teachers they are the upbuilding ministry so you got to have a foundation first but once you build a strong foundation then you have to build the house is this making sense so the evangelists the shepherd and the teachers help build the house the apostles and prophets make sure that the foundation stays um Stays good, current, spiritually correct, doctrinally correct. Right? Stable. There you go. Because if you're gonna erect something that's going to be tall, then you had to dig deep to lay a deeper foundation. Amen. And so that's what the apostles and prophets do. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, and teachers are considered universal gifts. They they go different places. These are all all four. 40, the teacher, evangelist, prophet, apostle. They're not just to the local church, but to the universal church. The only one that's called a, um, a, a gift for the local church, sometimes they go out, but most of the time is the shepherd stays in the house. The other ones go out and do ministry work in other places. And it's okay because they have a local church for protection. That's why we need the local church for protection. You know, you go out there and get beat up, you come up in here and get healed up. Amen? That's the way it's supposed to work. You're not supposed to go out there and get beat up, and then you come in here and get beat more. No, this is the place where you get healed so that you can still go out there into the darkness, and you don't succumb to it, but you expose it. Amen? Is that good? Okay, so shepherd, shepherd, shepherd. First of all, before we get into the shepherd as a human shepherd. Let's go into the Bible a little bit. I wasn't going to go to the scriptures, but I think I should. Go to Isaiah chapter 40, verse 10, and I need you to put these in your notes because we got to see first um, from a biblical context, God and Jesus, Isaiah 40 and 10. I wrote down the wrong scripture. I sure did. That's all right. That's all right. Go to Psalm 23. I'll catch that one again. Go to Psalm 23. It'll come back to me. Psalm 23. We all know that. Psalm 23. Okay. So the Bible says, The Lord is Adonai Roi. He is my shepherd. I shall not want for anything. So the shepherd is a person that protects and provides. Because he is our shepherd, we shall not want for anything because everything that we need, our shepherd has it. Amen? Go to John chapter 10. John chapter 10, verse 11. So we just saw that our Father is the shepherd, now it's getting ready to go a little bit deeper. It says, I am not only the shepherd, I am the good shepherd. (laughs) So now it goes a little bit deeper. And he says, the good shepherd gives his life for the sheep. Now that's gonna be important now when we come back to what a human shepherd is supposed to be doing. Because we gotta look at him as the shepherd to determine what a shepherd is supposed to look like. Act like, talk like. Is that making sense? Because what I'm going to show you today, you may think that, man, I haven't seen that. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 13. Walk you through the word today. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 20. Now, may the God of peace who brought up our Lord Jesus Christ from the dead, that great shepherd of the sheep through the blood of the everlasting covenant. So he went from being a shepherd to the good shepherd. Now he's the great shepherd. You you see the process here. He said, I'm not just your shepherd, but I'm the good shepherd. Come on. And I'm the great shepherd. Somebody said, take it up a notch. Not. But he's getting ready to take this thing up one more notch. Right. right? Y'all want it? Yeah. All right, go to 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 1. 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 1 says, The elders who are among you I exhort, I exhort who am a fellow elder, Paul said he was an elder as well, a Peter, I'm sorry, is an elder as, as an as apostle, and a witness of the sufferings of Christ, and also a partaker of the glory that will be revealed. And then he says something to these elders. He says, shepherd the flock of God, which is among you, serving as overseers. You, hear, you see that? Not by compulsion, but willingly. Not for dishonest gain but eagerly, nor as being lords over those who who are entrusted to you, but being an example to the flock. And when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that does not fade away. So we went from the shepherd to the good shepherd to the great shepherd to the chief shepherd. Too many men call themselves chiefs. No, he's the chief. He's the head. Amen. Everything else falls under him. You can't go no above Jesus because God has given him a name. Is this making sense at all? So now let me take you through the Old Testament and look at the word shepherd. The reason I got to lay a strong foundation on this, because it's going to make more sense when I begin to share with you what the shepherd or the pastor truly is, right? Because we, we are easy to put the pastor label on people, yeah. but is it biblical? Uh-oh. Come on. We're going to just look at the word and see what the word says, amen? All right, I like that's why I like the word. Let's go to the book of Numbers, Numbers. Numbers chapter 27. When you teach like this, it takes a little longer, but you get it better when you see it in the Word, don't you? That's why you got to bring a Bible to this church. Or you get your phone or your iPad, something that you can see it in the Word so you can take notes. Now, listen, I'm not giving you all these scriptures so you can take them down and put them on the shelf. I give you these scriptures so you can go back and study them out. Amen? So Numbers 27. Numbers 27. Uh, Let me start reading at. All of this is so good. Let me just start at 15. Numbers 27, 15. I I don't want to go too far back. Then Moses spake to the Lord saying, let the Lord, the God of the spirits of all flesh, set a man over the congregation. This is Moses learned um, that he is about to depart. And when I say depart, he's about to die. And so, um, God told him we need to set somebody over the ministry in, in his absence, right? So this, this is where we're coming to in the book of, of Numbers. So Moses is praying, let the Lord, the God of, of spirits of all flesh, set a man over the congregation who may go out before them and go in before them, who may lead them out and bring them in, that the congregation of the Lord uh, may not be like sheep which have no shepherd." So this shepherd experience started in the New Testament. Why? Because what he's going to do is he's going to go out before them. He may lead them out, bring them in, that the congregation of the Lord may not be sheep that have no shepherd so that they won't be scattered. Does that make sense? And the Lord said to Moses, take Joshua, the son of Nun with you, a man in whom is the spirit. And lay your hand on him. I'm going to stop right there. So in other words, God spoke to Moses before he died. He said, you have been a shepherd, but I need you to anoint a new shepherd. Mm-hmm. Are, you, are you seeing this? All right. So let's, let's keep moving in the, in the word of God. Let's go to the book of Jeremiah. Jeremiah. Chapter 3. Uh, Jeremiah three fourteen. hmm. Jeremiah 314. Now, uh, just to kind of lay the backdrop here in Jeremiah, the northern kingdom, which was called Israel at this time because the kingdom was split. The southern kingdom was called Judah. And Jeremiah, uh, he wrote this book during this time, and he was warning the, the, um, the southern kingdom of Judah about what the northern kingdom of Israel was doing. They were backslidden. So Jeremiah was saying, listen, don't be like them, right? Get your life together. But even if they turn their lives around, then God says his blessings shall be on them. The reason Jeremiah did that is because he wanted the kingdom of Judah to realize that when you repent, you go right back to where, where you started, right? So what he was trying to do to bring them into a place to where they will see somebody else's sin, And they want to act right themselves. See, it's nothing like seeing somebody else and seeing and go, I ain't doing that. (laughs) Maybe that's that's just me. You look at you look at somebody else in their stuff and you go, I ain't uh uh-uh. Lord help me. (laughs) Amen. It is not it's not that you saying, Lord, I don't want to be like them. You're you saying, Lord, I don't want my actions to be like that, God. I, I want to be better than that. I don't, I, don't, I don't want to backslide like that, Lord. Yeah. Amen. I don't want to be a backslider. I don't want to go and renege on the word of God, renege on God's people. That's not me. I'm not a liar. Come on, saints. So I don't want to be considered that. So sometimes somebody else's sin can help you. Yeah. 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 Is, that make, is that making sense? Verse 14 says, return, O backsliding children. Ain't that something? See, it's all over the Bible that we need to repent. It says, return, O backsliding children, says the Lord, for I am married to you. See, the one thing about God, he don't want to be married to no trash. That's why he gives us his word. And that's why you go in the book of Revelation and the Bible says that the bride has made herself ready. God has given you the clothes, but you got to put them on. There was a story in the Gospels where the the, the man he, he invited everybody in to the to the ceremony. Mm-hmm. And during this, those days, they not only they not only prepare the food, but they also have the clothes for you to put on. Yeah, yeah. So you don't even have to do anything. Not like today in a wedding, you gotta buy your own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you invited me to be a part of your wedding. I gotta buy stuff. Yes. That ain't God. So, anyway, (laughs) they would provide not only the food, but the clothes. And the people he invited wouldn't even come. That's right. That's right. So, he said, That's all right. You you go out in the highways. And a lot of people say, Highways and the byways. Uh He said, You go out and and invite as many as you so will. If they come, let them come. Because all things are ready. That's right. Uh They came, but there was one joker. Came up in there. You know how it is. This is John Lawson's Bible. This is not in the Bible. You know how it is. Eating up all the food. Plate just hat Mouth full. Chicken wing. Got a chicken wing on this. <laughs> now, everybody put on the wedding garments. But he didn't. So when when the man came in to see what was going on, he said, friend, Mm -hmm. how did you get in here and not change? Uh Uh Why do you keep going to church Sunday after Sunday after Sunday and you don't change? Why you say you praying and you laying out and you're fasting? Oh, God. (laughs) And nothing about you has changed. When I gave you the clothes to put on, but you refused to change. That's why the Bible says, put on the Lord Jesus Christ. God says, I ain't putting stuff on you that you should be putting on. I'm not taking away stuff that you should be putting away. And we put all that on God. God, uh, if you just take this away from me, God said, nope, I ain't doing it. You put it away. I'll help you if you put it away. Some stuff we just crying and begging God for, we haven't even taken the opportunity to put it away. Lord, take this feeling away from me. It ain't going to happen. I don't want to feel this way. Yeah, you're going to feel that way <laughs> until you do something about it. Maybe you might need to change your friends. You might need to change your habits. You might need to change the places where you go. You might have to walk away from some folks. So the question is, how bad do you want to be free? Some of us don't want to be free bad enough yet. So they want to put it on God. Well, God, if you don't want me to feel this way, you will take it away from it. Excuse this! See, see, and people like that got a form of godliness. You, you just, you look like, you look like, you look like you might know him. You've been by the house, but you ain't been in there. That's a lot of people. You can pass by my house, but you can't say I've been in his house. right. y'all don't even know who I live anyway. So you might have passed by didn't know. No, 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 you haven't. <laughs> y'all ain't coming out that far. I ain't lying, you know. Let me just deal in truth. You ain't driving way out there. I know it. It's, it's too dark for half of y'all. It ain't. Ain't no street lights. It ain't no street lights. Yeah, there's somebody sitting right over there. She knows what I'm talking about. Ain't no, ain't no street lights over there, is it, honey? Ain't no street lights. So, so listen, you gotta know where you're going when you come out there. Amen. So is this making sense at all? Let's read a little bit more of this book. So he said, I'm married to you. My God, I don't even know if I can get off of that this morning. Isn't it amazing that God wants to be married to us? I I don't know about you, saints of God, but I don't want to show up at the wedding with all tattered and torn garments. And then he's all glorious and and just shining white and bright, and, and that's 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 my husband. That's the only way you can say this, it's in the spirit. That's my husband. Y'all better know that's the only way, that's the only way you hear John Loughton say it. Because that, that's in the spirit, right? Amen, somebody. Why? Because I, I am part of the bride. And I don't I don't want to look like kids gone. I don't want to look like some tramp coming down to women always talking about, I want my boaz but you act like a latter part of the boat.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Y'all know what I'm talking about, right? And the brother ain't ready, right? He gotta be ready too. You, you, you know flags. You, you better watch those flags. They mean something. They're just not there. They're there for your edification. You Amen. <laughs> hey but if you just, oh, no, no I'm just ignore. oh, no, he, he loves me. <laughs> yeah, that's going to wear out. Yep. Trust me, when his drawers is in the floor, <laughs> see, that's just too real. I know when I get real, y'all start laughing real deep. No, y'all want me minute. See, he, come on, saints, he, he wants to marry us. Right? No, no, come on now. Everybody in here has been to a wedding, right? Yeah. That brother is clean, isn't he? That yeah. brother, you ain't never seen him that dress like that before. Right? Had a haircut. <laughs> and you said that's what he looks like up on all of that. <laughs> right? Suit nice, you know, looking good. And she's got on this nice, beautiful, flowy dress, butter all whip. Oh, I'm sorry, her hair done. And... Uh, I'm sorry, that's what we said in Alabama. I, was, I went bam on you for a second. I got the butter whip. And the <laughs> my bad, my bad. Okay, let me, let me keep it correct. And then the hair. <laughs> the hair is loud. Like, y'all know what I'm talking about. The hair looking good. And, and guess what happens? When, when, when Everybody else come in. Everybody's sitting down. But as soon as that door opens, everybody rise. Why? That bride is coming down. Don't you know that's backwards? Did you see that? I got one. Mm. Yep. (laughs) She just we ain't all that. The church should stand when Jesus steps in the room. Uh Ooh, Lord. Pastor, don't mess me up like that. Because the congregation is there for him. The bride just got caught up in what the bridegroom offered. But I know, I know y'all keep standing for the bride. It's cute, right? It's, it's, it's her day, but it isn't. It's his day, too.
0: That's right.
1: It's never just her day. It's, it's both of their days. She ain't married herself. Amen, somebody up in here. And you're coming down to start a covenant. Amen. 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 So that's why when you're down here, she's at the left side of the man because the man don't have responsibility and authority over her yet because she's at his left side. The daddy should be sitting over here or who's responsible because if they're over here, the bride is at their right side because they still have responsibility and authority over her. Which is why the family sits where they sit. Right. So after the ceremony, they kiss and they turn. Now authority and responsibility has switched because now the woman is at the man's right side because what's to the right of you, you have authority over. That's why Jesus put the sheep on the right side, because the goats go to the left side, because the goats won't listen to Jesus, but the sheep are submitted to Jesus, yeah. therefore they're on the right on. side.
0: Yeah. Now,
1: when you hear... Come on, I'm getting ready to mess up now, I don't care. When you hear... She came down as Elaine Jordan. I came as John Lofton. But when we turned, we both became Mr. and Mrs. John Lofton. Yes. Both of our names change. Uh, right. People don't understand that. Yeah. 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 Somebody will get it. She did not come down and turn with me to be Elaine Jordan Lofton. Her daddy ain't coming home with me. That's some good preaching. You ain't got to like it or not, but it's good. Why? I ain't taking half of her. I'm not taking half of her. Jesus, Jesus don't want half of you. When Jesus died on the cross, he said, It's finished. He said, if, you, if I'm going to marry you, I'm going to marry all of you. I'm not going to take half of you. Yeah. Somebody said, I'm glad he want to marry me. Yeah. And then you better start looking like the bride. Yeah. You better start acting like the bride. You better have your oil and your lamps now. Don't get caught up and then you're trying to go find oil and the door open. No, you better be anointed now. You better have your lamps ready now. In the nighttime, you better be ready. Yeah. Miss Ronda, get left behind. Right. You better get right, or you gonna get left. Yeah. 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 Amen. I just went right into that evangelist. Hey, <laughs> <I was, laughs> my bad. Let me come back. <laughs> he said, "Return, O backsliding children," says the Lord. For I am married to you. I will take you one from a city and two from a family. And I will bring you to Zion, and I will give you shepherds according to my heart who will feed you knowledge and understanding. Saints, let me tell you something. There are shepherds out there that are so full of themselves that they can't feed you. That's right. That's right. This is why you got to be in the right house so that you can get the right food. You ain't going to get fed like this everywhere. Right. I promise you that. They right? They get... <laughs> My daughter said they get round up. So, so here's the deal. God says, I will give you shepherds. You must be called of God. You just can't appoint yourself as a pastor just because you want a congregation. You got to be called of God. The ones that are called of God has God's heart. He said, I will give you shepherds after my heart, and they will feed you knowledge and understanding. If you're not getting knowledge and understanding in this place, I'm not your shepherd. If you come up to me and say, I'm just not learning anything, then you got to go and find your shepherd. I ain't going to take offense to it at all. Maybe you've outgrown me. And it's okay if you have. I'm going to keep studying. It's not going to hurt my feelings. It's okay. There are a lot of people out there that know a lot more than I do, can preach better than me, too. I ain't mad I ain't about it at all. I love it because that's my brother. That's my sister. We're still in the same house. You may, not, you may not be in the covenant house, but as long as you stay in the house, just go find somebody that can teach you. Is that making sense? See, because I know what my call is, I don't get offended when people don't like it. Amen. Because the person didn't give it to me. God gave it to me. Amen. So I ain't looking at your faces. <laughs> don't do it. No, I am want to focus on what God has to say to you. And a lot of times when people break camp and they leave, they leave for the wrong reasons. And that's okay, too. As long as you repent and get it right. amen. Amen. But I ain't running after everybody because I'm, I'm not a shepherd. <laughs> right. I'm an apostle. The shepherd's going to run after you. That's right. That's right. It was the shepherd that left the 99 and went after the one that was lost, not the one that left, by the way. Amen. <laughs> hey if you lost, we're coming after you, But If you just left, I might not be coming. <laughs> I, I'm just being honest with you guys. I'm, I'm transparent. I'm not hardwired like that. Amen. But that's why we need shepherds, because that's what they do. They they loving, they guard. They, they run after you. <laughs> See how I got quiet up in here.
0: Yeah. I
1: don't care. I'm going to keep preaching it anyway. That's right. Because right? this, this is this is the essence of all this. And we get so caught up in stuff because we're trying to put stuff on people that are in the pulpit that is that that shouldn't be on them. Well. Amen. What happened to the people in the church going after the people that's not here? Why is it always, wait a minute, didn't I just say everybody in the church is a ministry? Okay, then, let's go ahead and flip this script. So why is it this guy's responsibility or this lady's responsibility, aren't you in the body? Did you miss them? They weren't here. You know they weren't here because you're looking around you see empty seats. So if you know that, then what should you be doing? Not me, what you should be doing. Doing what? Well, I, I expect y'all to do that tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, today. Amen? If we say we are a part of the body, I already told you what my call is. You know it. Everybody here know it. Right? I'm not hardwired like that. But if you got the relationship, call them up. Knock on the door. Right? You know where they live. Amen? Can we do that, saints? You know, if we start doing that, people will start showing back up because they don't want you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Amen. What, what, yeah. Amen. Listen, here, here. Only one or two things are going to happen, saints. Either they're going to come back, get it right, or they're going to leave for good. Amen. And if they leave for good, you just go pick up the next one. Love on them. Still be friends. That's right. There's scores of the people who left this church, and we're still friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agree, agreed. Why? Not one of those people make me. Right. Not one of them. I know who I am. Right. I was preaching before any one of them came here. Them. <laughs> and I'll be preaching to everyone and leave. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? Amen? And so you got to have that about your ministry, right? But I'm looking for you guys to start reaching out, Right? Not waiting on our team to do it, but you do it. Can I count on you for that? Hallelujah. i just set some stuff in order right there. Right there. When he says, I'm going to give you pastors after my heart, it literally means like my heart. Inner man, mind, will, and heart. If we want to lead people in God's ways, then our hearts, which include our thinking and choosing, not just our emotions, must be like God's own heart. This right here has to be like God if we're going to lead God's people. Is that making sense at all? Now, now listen. Uh, okay, I'm going to take about 10 minutes and I'm done. So let me give you the alternative. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes, I know for Elaine and I, we learn more things that r- were wrong mm-hmm. rather than what was right. Let me explain. Sometimes you can be in a place that was wrong, but you learn from what was wrong so that you don't do it when you go, Mm -hmm. right? Sometimes I believe it's best to learn what was wrong so you'll know what was right, right? A lot of times you've been in places that were wrong to teach you something so that when you go to the next place, you'll know what's right. Sometimes people will be in something that's wrong for too long, and they become institutionalized. So when they do come somewhere that's right, they don't know how to receive it. It's almost like a woman who's hooked on pain. When somebody's trying to tell you, you know, he's not good for you, girl. You better get out of that. But he loves me. But he loves me. No, you hooked on pain, baby. And they will get out of that relationship and get in another relationship of a boy beating them up because they hooked on drama. And it's harder to get people delivered like that because they have been institutionalized by their emotions. Is this making sense at all? I hope I'm talking to somebody up in here. Right? And so so we got to make sure, saints of God. That, that you in a place for the right reasons. Not for what you can get out of it, but what can you put into it? Every one of you got something that you can put into this ministry, but not everybody is serving in the ministry. Now, I'm not trying to get you to get up and serve. This is not one of those kind of messages. I'm just saying, if you don't feel like you don't have anything to give to this house, then why are you here? That's a, I'm just putting it out there. Why are you here if you didn't come with anything? You save and just empty. You got nothing. You got nothing. You got something. You are valuable to me. You just got to tap into what you got. What is it? What has the Lord been saying to you? Well, Pastor, I just, I, I, um, I just don't see the church doing it. Well, you're here now. Get it done. Why you waiting on me to do it? I didn't hear it. You heard it. Well, pastor, I'm, I had somebody tell me this. Well, pastor, I'm just waiting for you to hear it. Well, honey, I ain't going to ever hear it.
0: <laughs>
1: See, because I've already heard. Ah. And because I've already heard, I'm not concerned about what you're hearing. Right. Come on. I've already heard what I'm supposed to be doing. You need to hear what you're supposed to be doing. Right. Well, pastor, I just need you to confirm something. I believe I need to be doing this, that, and the other. Is it written? Show it to me. What is it? What's the name of it? What is it going to accomplish? How many people do you need? How many people do you think are going to get saved? Do you need a 501c3 to do it? Or can it be a CDC, just a community development corporation? How are we going to implement this? How many people do you need to implement it? How are you going to track the people? How are you going to reach out to the people? How many people you think don't show up? What's your marketing plan? Mm -hmm. See, see, see. People start getting on down (laughs) up in the seat. (laughs) (laughs) That that finger was way up here. Now it's way down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Pastor, I don't think I heard. (laughs) Amen? You said it. What, What did you just say? What did you just say? Much is required, right? So I work in corporate America. If anybody on my team come to me with an idea, they just can't pitch it to me. They're going to have to write it down. So why would I be any different in the house of God? Well, you are blessed. I'm trying to get them blessed. They living like heathens. But I want you to be blessed. Habakkuk or Habakkuk, whichever your school of theology is. (laughs) <laughs> you can say it either way you want. Habakkuk or Habakkuk. That's it. Just get it. Just don't get an upper cup, but so <laughs> it says write the vision and make it plain. So that he that reads it can run with it. You know who the he is? Somebody say he's talking about me. Because if you ain't running with your vision, why should somebody else? No, I just need people to—I need people to run with me. But you standing still. Who gonna run with you? You ain't even moving out on it. Have you, have, do you have a business license? You got a business idea, but did you have a license? You see, that's the, okay. I'm supposed to be talking about shepherds. Y'all got to stop asking me all those questions. Go to Jeremiah chapter 23. Okay, let's look at the alternative. I only have five minutes left. I just messed up. Five minutes. Y'all got to stop asking me all those questions, then I can go (laughs) So we'll do Jeremiah, then we'll stop. Jeremiah chapter 23. So what we're looking at here is the alternative to having the right shepherds. This is important. Jeremiah 23 and 1, it says, Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Destroy and scatter. You would think that if a person says that they're called by God, that they wouldn't destroy what's God's, and they wouldn't scatter what's God's. But all of you know have probably been in a place where there was nothing but destruction and scattering. And the reason that has happened is they really didn't have Papa's heart. That's right. Because if they had Papa's heart, that means we don't want you to be destroyed. We want you to be built up. That's now, right. let me lay a little balance here for you. Now, the apostolic does root out, tear down, and destroy. But it is doing darkness in your life, not you. Because you got to root out Tear down and destroy before you can build and plant. That's right. Jeremiah chapter 1. Just go back and read it when you get a chance. But that's not destroying the person. That's sometimes we have to come against your will. Yes, yeah, separation. We have to separate you from some things. That's right, that's right. Right? We, we all have to be separated, right? Because he's separating you from something, but to something. Come on. Y'all, y'all hear that, right? And so we, I already did that message in last January about separation. And so you know that part. So, but if you are destroying the people because they are the people, i.e., if you're using the pulpit to get at people, you're destroying them. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I can preach, and you say, oh, my God, it's like he was talking to me. I'm not doing it to destroy you. I don't know nothing about you is the word that's coming in to edify something or to reveal something right and so that's what's happening when the word comes in but a lot of people can take that and use it and the devil will use what should have been conviction the devil turns it and make it condemnation so you leave feeling judged rather than confirmed See, th- this, this is, but see, it's all in the receiver. Yeah. How do you receive it? Because if it is the word of God, you won't know it unless you're in the word. If it is the word of God, it is not coming for condemnation. Yes. For therefore there is now no condemnation for them that walk after the spirit and not after the flesh. Yes. So he's, the word never comes to condemn anybody. Right. It comes to convict you that's so that you can change. That's right, that's right. How did you get in here yeah. Uh-oh. and not change? Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Shepherds don't destroy and scatter the sheep. We try to bring the sheep together under, in one body, under one head. Let me read the rest of that, and then we're going to go home. Is this making sense at all? Praise God. Therefore, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, against the shepherds who feed my people, listen, you have scattered my flock, driven them away, and not attended to them. Behold, I will attend to you. Oh, my God. You can only do that kind of stuff for so long. You can only treat God's people bad for so long. I'm telling you, saints. God just said, if you don't attend to them, I will attend to you. Come on, come on. The, I think I just read that. I don't want to be on that side of God. So I'm just going to attend to you. Because I don't, I don't want what's coming. Amen. I have a healthy fear of God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that he, he, all he has to do is pull his hand away from my life. And I will completely self-destruct. I don't want that. So listen, sometimes I might have to bring a hard word like this one. Because once I slip out of this life into the next world, he's going to ask me, why didn't, you, why, why didn't you preach the word like I told you? Why were you looking at their faces? Why, you, why were you concerned if they liked you or not? Loss. Loss, your name is not in the book. Since we had to end my clothes, do you think that the people in heaven act like you do now? (laughs) Then, if they don't, will we fit? Thank you for listening. We pray that this message encourages you. If you would like to learn more about C3 Church, please visit us in person in Indian Trail, North Carolina
0: at 5805 West Highway 74, Indian Trail,
1: North Carolina, 28079 or on the web c3churchnc.org or on facebook.com forward slash c3indiantrailnc.org